0: Welcome into Socks in the Basement. My name is Chris Lanuti. Pull up a stool in my nine-foot homemade oak bar and pour yourself a cold one every day since opening day. Socks in the Basement, the podcast for fans, by fans. Put together by me and my buddy Dave, who grew up across the street from each other, has been bringing you White Sox Simulated Baseball using MLB The Show 20 right here each and every day, right along with the schedule. And SoxOn35th.com does post game analysis, shows the box scores, and helps you keep track of all of it. And it's been something we've been doing since the beginning of the year that we really didn't think we'd be doing now. And I'm very worried about whether or not we'll be doing it for the entire season. I don't even understand what Rob Manfred is doing. I don't even know why he's a commissioner of any sport. This is absolutely brutal, and it's one of the reasons that we're getting back to our regular Sox in the Basement shows starting next Wednesday while we continue with this simulated season, and baseball better play this year because there's fans like my father who are sitting around saying, forget season tickets, I don't know if I'm ever even going to walk in the building again if they don't play games on television in 2020. Something we may discuss during this game. We also have a great matchup in front of us today. Michael Fulmer, 5-6, 5.11 ERA, pitching for the Tigers in Detroit as Gio Gonzalez leads the White Sox. Gio is 8-0 with a 2.73 ERA. Should have had his ninth victory in his last start, but the White Sox kind of blew it for him. Maybe he'll go all nine today to make sure nobody can do that. The Sox enter action at 45 and 28, four and a half games back from the Minnesota Twins and a game and a half in front of the Indians. We sit in second place. Without further ado, we head out to Detroit. Game two of this three-game set. It's all brought to you by Cork and Carry at the Park at 33rd and Princeton. This is Sox in the Basement, found everywhere Podcast can be found and always at socksinthebasement.com. Let's go. Hello everybody, my name is Chris Lanuti, welcome in for another game, Michael Fulmer takes the mound for the Tigers, 14 starts, 5-6 record, a 5.11 ERA over 79 in the third innings, a 1.51 whip, that's 88 hits and 32 walks, he also has 65 strikeouts, and coming to the plate and leading off today is going to be Luis Robert, Tim Anderson taking a day off, Danny Mendick will be playing shortstop, Robert has played up at the top of the order about four or five times this year, and has actually had pretty good success up there, hitting over 300 in the one or two spot. That does not mean that he hasn't had an 0 for day up there. I think he had one day where he was 0 for, but he he had another one where he was three for five. He went two for four in another game, and he's one and one in the count quickly to Fulmer. First pitch at 7-10. Game two of this three-game set Skies this one out into left field, trailing back near the track. It will be caught for the first out of the game. A little bit too high there. They played an early game in Minnesota today. We already know that the Twins won 5-3. So the Sox, to keep pace, look for a win today. Yasmani Grandal steps in. He was 6-6 six for six yesterday with two home runs. The average up to 298. First pitch, swung on and missed, 0-1 the count. He now is the third highest average on the team behind Mancata and Anderson amongst eligible players. Outside fastball misses, 1-1 the count. Only 66 degrees today. Little bit of a chill here in Detroit for this time of year. The wind is blowing in at 8 miles an hour from center field. Although it's gusting. Those flags may turn as the game continues. Two and one the count now, as that one misses low and away from Fomer Rondal, of course, hitting in the left-handed box against the righty Fomer The pitch on the way. Inside pitch sent down the first baseline. Foul into the netting. Two and two, the count is even, with one out here in the top of the first inning. Next offering, fouled off a four-seamer below the knees down the middle. Count remains even at two. Grandal stands in the box, takes a low inside two-seam fastball, and the count is full of three and two. Jose Abreu stands on deck, hitting 271. When you look at Abreu in the three spot, you look at his stats and the guys around him. You go, "Well, why is he the three hitter?" But look at the year that Grandal is having already: 20 home runs in the two spot in front of Abreu, and he walked. Hung in there long enough, fouled off a few pitches, and draws the full count walk. Yasmani down to first base. So with one out, Abreu comes to the plate. Jose has 50 RBI so far, 12 home runs, and an average of 271. On pace for well over 100 runs batted in, in this potent offense. In fact, we counted yesterday three or four guys that'll probably have more than 100 RBI if this team continues on its current pace. That's insane. Outside two-seam fastball taken for a strike. In the zone, high up in it. 0-1 the count. Abreu grounded into his 14th double play of the season yesterday. Grandal was on first that time as well. The 0-1 pitch on the way. Swung on and chopped back up to the pitcher. Slow moving, Grandal's gonna make it to second. Only play is over to first. Abreu grounds out on the 1-3 put-out. Died in the grass. And Mankata comes up, hitting 327 with a runner in scoring position in Grandal at second base. First pitch, rifle in the center field. That's a base hit. They're going to come up throwing, and Grandal's going to hold it third. He's not fast enough. Mancada singles first and third now with two outs. And Aloya Jimenez comes to the plate. Here's a guy who's been stuck on 14 home runs for a long time. I'm not saying he's due, but he's due. Hitting 274 with 46 RBIs and an 855 OPS. First pitch, a slider down the middle, ripped deep down the third baseline, foul. Aloy likely not to make the All Star team. He's showing up in the voting, but a little bit further back than he needs to be at this point. Meanwhile, Jose Abreu and Yasmani Grandal look like they could be starters this year. And the Sox may get. Two other guys in, possibly three. Steve Ciszek, way up on the list in the relief pitchers. Gio Gonzalez, today's starter, way up on the list as well. 0-2 pitch now to Jimenez. Swung on and missed, and inside two seamer Strikes out on three pitches. Fomer pumps his fist and comes off the mound. Midway through the first, no score. Gio Gonzalez takes the mound. 14 starts, 8-0 record, 2.73 ERA in over 82 and a third innings, a whip of 1.19. 72 hits, 26 walks, 83 strikeouts over those 82 and a third innings. Earlier in the season, he was the guy that would throw 100 pitches over 4 innings and couldn't get into the fifth. Now, he's getting deeper and deeper into games, extremely effective. As Victor Reyes comes up, hitting 331, eight homers, 28 RBIs. Gio, in his last start, went seven and two-thirds innings. He left the game, and the Sox were four outs away from winning, taking two out of three from the Indians. And then disaster struck, they ended up losing that game. Gio had thrown over 100 pitches and had just taken a ball off his back. That bounced into the outfield for the first base hit of that inning. So he left with one guy on and several runs in the lead. And he had a great game. Two and zero out of Reyes already. Inside fastball fouled off. Two and one the count. The lefty is quite a surprise for a guy that most people were like, ah, we could have gotten somebody else as the other starter. But he's a veteran. He's got Reyes 2-2, two and, two and he's into the wind in the pitch. Fouls back at change-up. Count remains even at 2. Working quickly to Grandal. This one grounded over to short. Mendick gets it over to first in time. One gone. That's a speedy runner. Nice play by Danny Mendick. Let's go around the horn. Grandal's behind the plate. Abreu at first. Mandrigals at second. Mendick at short. Mancadas. Over at third base, left field is Jimenez, center field is Robert, and Leary Garcia gets his second straight start in right field. He had a big game yesterday, he's red hot. Ricky Renteria is going with a hot hand in right field for now. You see Mazzara out there a lot, we've seen Engle out there a lot, we're starting to see Garcia out there. Cameron Maben steps in with one out at the bottom of the first inning. Two for 16 lifetime against Gonzalez. Looks like it's going to be a beautiful night if it is chilly. That one's down the first baseline foul. Abreu made a nice play on it, but he was in foul territory behind the bag. 0-2 quickly. The next offering. Inside just misses on a four-seam fastball. 1-2 and two the count. Brandal sets up inside again, and again the four-seamer misses inside. 2-2. Two two. First one was up at the elbows. The next one down at the knees. Now a swing and a miss at a changeup, low and in the zone. So he takes something off of it, gets his first strikeout of the game, and there's two gone here in the bottom of the first. And Miguel Cabrera comes up hitting 244. cabrera Cabrera's got eight homers and 26 RBI. Miggy, in the twilight of his career, is still a formidable hitter. He stands in the right-handed batter's box, and the lefty Gonzalez delivers an inside changeup for a strike on the corner. Owen won the count. surprising weather here 66 in June but June can be a funny month that's a change up low kids were upset the other day that it was too chilly to jump in the pool like I said go ahead and get in I didn't care but they were out of it in like 5 minutes and like it's June so yeah it's June in Chicago welcome to it fly ball out in the left field shallow Jimenez comes in easy catch the inning is over Nice clean inning, 1-2-3 for Gonzalez After 1, there's no score here in Detroit Edwin Encarnacion started everything off For the White Sox yesterday with a big solo bomb As he led off I want to believe he, I, I believe he led off the second inning He's hitting 272 now, the average has been climbing steadily A ball outside, one know the count Next offering, flare down the first baseline into foul territory behind the bag. Cabrera is going to get it. Ran back quickly, turned around, made the play, one out here in the top of the second. Up comes Larry Garcia. He had a day yesterday, five for six. He's got five homers and 31 RBIs and a 292 average in limited appearances coming off the bench. And Ricky Renteria has to do an awful lot of work to make sure that his young guys in Madrigal and Robert get playing time because they really are the future while still giving guys like Garcia and Danny Mendick enough time in the order because they're hitting the ball really well and contributing. One and one the count with one out here on the top of the second. Two seamer. 97 miles an hour, can't get around on it, one and two. The odd man out. The 13th guy out of the 13 position players on this 26-man roster is currently Nomar Mazara. Although he has shown some signs from time to time being able to come out in the right matchup and contributing. But he did not turn into what the hope was for the organization when they made the move to go get him in the off season. In the end, they give up a minor leaguer that may or may not have made it to the majors. And they aren't tied to him. This is a line shot out in the right center field. Garcia picks up where he left off yesterday. It's off the wall. He rounds second and now will hold with a stand-up double. That one's off the right center field wall after hitting the ground in the gap and rolling to it. Hitting the ball very well here in Comerica. That's why he's in the lineup for a second straight day. Danny Mendick actually had a pretty good game yesterday as well after a slow start. He's got five homers and 18 RBI as he stands into the batter's box with a 264 average. Of the three White Sox rookies, he leads them in average as he flares this one out into right field. A can of corn rather deep, but Garcia's not going to try. Two gone here in the top of the second inning. So base runners on in the last two innings, in the first two innings of the game actually. And here comes Nick Madrigal. He's hitting 246. Stands in after taking the day off yesterday and the regular off day on Monday and a slow dribbler over to second base on the first pitch. Sent over to first, 4-3 put out. And in the end, Fomer has only needed 26 pitches to get through the first two innings even though he's had three base runners. Midway through to second, no score here in Detroit. Jonathan Schoop's hitting 245, 15 homers and 35 RBIs. His on-base percentage is only 291. And he's the four-hitter on this team, which tells you why they are in the last place spot right here in the AL Central. And a high four-seamer just barely misses the zone. 1-0 the count. Starting off the bottom of the second, Gonzalez. Quickly into the line and he fools him on a changeup. He's so far out in front of it. He falls over his own feet and moves up the third base line before the ball even gets to the plate. One and one the count on an ugly swing. Now Grandal down on one knee in the outside corner. He put it right there, off the nub of the bat, and over to the pitcher Gonzalez. He flips to Abreu. The one three put out, and there's one gone here in the bottom of the second. Here comes the DH, CJ Cron. We did not see him yesterday, but we saw him in Chicago. Get some solid hits over at the rate. He's got five homers and 19 RBIs, but he has a 198 batting average. Stands in the right-handed batter's box with one out, nobody on here in the bottom of the second inning. First pitch dribbled right up the middle. There's a shift on. Madrigal playing right near the bag makes the catch. Throws it over to Abreu, and there's two gone. Here comes Christian Stewart. Now Stewart is a beacon of light right now at the plate for the Tigers. He's eighth in the American League with a 327 average. Five homers and 24 RBI. His on-base percentage is near 400 at 391. They have him batting in the sixth spot today. They did that yesterday as well. The lefty takes a low inside fastball for a ball 1-0. Two outs, bomb at a second inning. Gonzalez into the line in the pitch. Hits the outside corner with an 81-mile-an-hour changeup. 1-1 and the count. The Indians locked in battle with Baltimore in Cleveland. Tied up 2-2 at this point. As a two-seamer is fouled off 1-2. It was a strange Wednesday day game in Minnesota. That's why their game is over. That at-bat was quick. Stewart swings and misses at a low fastball. Gonzalez strikes him out. Another strikeout victim. Through two. No score here in Detroit. You're in the Family Waterproofing Solutions third inning and Luis Robert, who's 0-for-1 with a flyout in the first inning, steps back in to lead off the top of the third. The first pitch, a fastball low, 1-0 the count. Family Waterproofing Solutions is family owned, veteran owned, female owned, located on the south side in Evergreen Park, covering pretty much all of northern Illinois and northwest Indiana. It's a foul ball down the first baseline, one and one. Next pitch, ripped down to right field, falling fast, but a nice play made. Robert has hit the ball hard, but it's not falling in. He's 0 for 2 on the day. They're showing up on the screen, the standings in the AL Central. Detroit is already 25 and a half games back out of first place. Midway through June, remember those days in the rebuild. Rondell hitting 298 steps up. He walked in the first inning. Two-seam fastball called a call to strike, 0-1 the count. Remember, Family Waterproofing Solutions has socks in the basement deals. Details coming up halfway through this inning as that one's fouled off. If you have any work that may need to be done or if you're worried about something, you just want some advice, give them a call. Tell them you heard all about them on socks in the basement. Find out what they can do for you. That pitch misses outside, 1-2 and the count. Now Grandal reaches for one outside, loops it out into left field for a duck snort base hit. He's on for the second time today. So far, Yasmani has come to the plate eight times in this series. And they have not been able to get him out. He's taken two out, though. And here's Jose Abreu 0-for-1 with a little nubber back to the pitcher. The last time Grandal was up there at first base with one out. That was in the first inning. Deja vu all over again here in the top of the third. Palmer about to throw his 35th pitch here with one out in the top of the third inning. Very efficient so far. That one's down the middle and sent back up the middle. Second to short and over to first. Rack him up. Abreu now with his 15th ground into double play. He's got to fix that. Foundation issues not properly handled can be costly. Family Waterproofing Solutions is owned by Ken, a veteran of the United States Marines, and his wife Maria, making them a veteran-owned business and a female-owned business that will diagnose and repair wet or leaky basements. And while they're located on the sock side, Family Waterproofing services the entire Chicagoland area and Northwest Indiana. And now after taking time off to ensure they can do things safely and securely for you, Family Waterproofing is back in business and doing jobs. Plus part of the proceeds for every job that they do, are donated to veteran and first responder organizations who support our frontline defenders. And currently, Socks in the Basement listeners have access to special pricing. When they contact Family Waterproofing Solutions now, 708-330-4466, or visit them today at FamilyBasementWaterproofing.com. We're going into the bottom of the third inning, and here comes Jake Rogers. Rogers is catching today. We saw a catcher make his debut yesterday for this team. Now we have a 150 hitting catcher with three RBIs behind the plate. We've seen four different Detroit catchers in the five games that we've played them so far this year. The first three were unable to contain the White Sox running game. I guess we'll see today, maybe, if Rogers can do any different. That pitch inside, 1-0 and the count from Gonzalez. Next one high, a four-seamer. 2-0 and quickly to Rodgers. Bomb in the third inning. Nobody on, nobody out. This ball lifted into center field. Robert now tailing back in the gap. Near the track in left center field will get there, stop, put the glove up, and make the catch. Fighting <laughs> off the sun that is coming in over the first baseline stands. The stands in the first baseline kind of peering through. You can see him squinting, heading back to his position. Nico Goodrum comes up, hitting 225. The shortstop has three home runs. He switch hits, so he's on the right-handed side. With one out here in the bottom of the third, Gonzalez. Throws an inside two-seamer for ball one, 1-0 the count. Geo working quickly, Grandal down on one knee. Ground ball over to short, Mendick scoops over to first. The 6-3 put out, two gone. And up comes Candelario, hitting 192 to third baseman, has eight home runs and 29 RBI. There's two outs here in the bottom of the third inning. Gonzalez only on 27 pitches. Into the line, the delivery is outside of 4 Seamer, just misses. 1-0 the count. Now Gio comes back inside with a changeup that catches the corner, 1-1 the count. Cleveland now has put up three runs and in the third inning lead 5-2 at home against Baltimore. A ball outside, 2-1 the count. Swing and a miss at a four-seamer, 2-2. They're showing the stolen base leaders right now in the American League on the scoreboard. Third place is Dee Gordon with 23. Second place, Tim Anderson with 27. First place, this man here, Luis Robert, camping underneath... A soft fly ball in the center field. He makes the catch for the third out. He has 36. Now we've got to get him on base so he can get another one. End of three. No score here in Detroit. Gonzalez cruising. Juan Mancadas one for one. Singled on the first pitch he saw in the first inning. He'll lead off the top of the fourth. Michael Fulmer on 35 pitches. Throws one right down the middle, a changeup. 0-1 the count. He was one for four yesterday with a double. They set up outside on him, and he swings and misses at one outside the zone, 0-2. Got him the chase. And quickly, Mancada in the hole. So he didn't swing at one right down the middle, then he swings at one outside. Now he lays off a two-seamer, low and away, 1-2 the count. Both pitchers moving very quickly up there on the mound, a two-seamer away, 2-2. and so Mancada back to Even after going down 0-2. Waves the bat a little bit and sets in the box. He fouls off a two-seamer high down the third baseline. Count remains even at two. Next pitch high and away. He's protecting. He fouls that off as well. Maybe he could have let that go by, but it would have been close. Swings and misses at a low two-seamer right over the top of it. Mancada's down for the second strikeout in the game for Fulmer. One gone to lead off the fourth, and here comes Jimenez. Yesterday, the White Sox put up 12 runs to the Tigers' four. Today, both pitchers are cruising early. Slider on the outside corner goes for strike one. Jimenez struck out on three pitches in the first inning with two on. City 272. The pitch on the way. Swing and a miss at a changeup. 0-2 the count. Jimenez has seen five pitches, all strikes. Now he fouls off a two-seamer. Count remains 0-2. An outside pitch rolls to the backstop. Count now 1-2. Jimenez gets back in the box and sends this one into the netting down the third baseline. So he's hanging in there now, getting a lot of pitches. Another 1-2 pitch. Swung on and back up the middle. Falling, and it will knock it down. So they're throwing the leather out here in Detroit. Two gone in the top of the fourth. Nobody on. And up comes Encarnacion. Victor Reyes came in like a bat out of hell to get that ball. He's 0-for-1 with a pop-out in the second inning. Everything he touched turned the gold last night. First pitch high and inside, called the ball, 1-0 the count. His 16 home runs placed him second on the team behind the other free agent acquisition in the offense, Yasmati Grandal. He's four back from him. He's 2-0 in the count now. Last year on Socks in the Basement, we talked about the idea of adding home runs. We even had Steve Parodzinski on, who will from time to time write articles on SoxInTheBasement.com. And he talked about the lack of home runs and how we needed to add home runs in the offseason. Socks seemed to have done that. High four-seam fastball misses, he walked on four pitches. So far the base runners, we've seen Encarnacion now get down there. We've seen Grandal twice, they're only the two slowest guys on the team. Moncada made it down with two outs, and Garcia had a double. Those are faster guys. But the leadoff guy, or the first guy on the base paths, each and every time, with the exception of when Garcia hit his double, has been a, a base clogger. In Grandal or Encarnacion. Inside pitch misses 1-0 and the count. Now Garcia fouls off a two-seamer away. 1-1 one and one, the count is even. And a low changeup misses, two and one. Fulmer having to work in this inning, up to 55 pitches now, with two outs at the top of the fourth. Sox bats starting to wear on him a little bit, although he is holding firm in this 0-0 game. Grounded to second base. Easy play, flip over to second. They're going to take the force out. And the inning is over. We're midway through the fourth. Three hits for the Sox. Nobody's reached base for Detroit, heading to the bottom of four. Sox have stranded five base runners so far. The Tigers looking for their first. Victor Reyes comes to the plate, 0 for 1. The leadoff hitter gets another crack at it to lead off the bottom of the fourth. He grounded out in the first inning. He's 2 for 5 in the series so far. He got hit by a pitch as well yesterday. Dylan Cease hit two players in the first inning. He lays down a bunt, going for the hit, it goes foul. 0-1 the count. So Reyes wants on, and he wants on now by any means possible. He tries to do it again, and he fouls it off, 0-2. So Victor Reyes has decided he's gonna bunt his way on. Unfortunately for him, both of those failed, 0-2 the count. Now a high four Seamer misses the zone, 1-2. Gonzalez only needed 32 pitches through the first three innings, and he strikes him out there on a low outside pitch. Another K for Gio. Third strikeout of the game. First out of the bottom of the fourth. Here comes Maven. He struck out in the first inning. First pitch sent out to center field, canceled the post-game show as that lands in front of Robert. A single. Well hit. There's a runner on for the Tigers. Miggy Cabrera stands in. Miguel lifts this one immediately deep out in the left field. Nobody's even gonna move. Way back into the stands. It's a two-run home run. Lift off for the veteran hitter here on the Tigers. 400 feet. High towering shot out of here at 107.6 miles per hour. That was a rocket off of the bat. Gonzalez, they got the first 10 hitters out. Gave up a single and a bomb. And now trails 2-0 here as the Tigers break through first. One out here in the bottom of the fourth. Jonathan Shoup comes up, 0 for 1. Takes an inside changeup for a strike. 0-1 0-1 the count. The Nationals lead at home against the Giants 1-0 early in their game. The Phillies lead 3-0 over Miami in Philadelphia. That's in the third. Fastball low, swung on and missed. 1-2 the count. Now this one dribbled a short. Mendick scoops over to first. He's getting a workout today, and he's handling the position well. Two gone here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Here comes C.J. Kron, 0-1, ground out in the second. Nobody on, two outs here in the bottom of the fourth. Tigers lead 2-0 here in Detroit. That one's lifted deep as well. Gio Gonzalez has given up another home run well out in the left field. Kron buries it. The 196 hitting, C.J. Kron puts it out at 418 feet in the left center field. Out of here at 108.6 miles per hour. Two rockets. As in the second time through the lineup, the Tigers are getting to Gonzalez. That's only his sixth home run of the season. He's at two against the White Sox though, in five games that we've played against Detroit, and I don't think he started in all those games. In fact, he only played two of them in Chicago, and then this game here, so two home runs in three games against White Sox pitching for C.J. Cron. Christian Stewart steps in, 0 for 1. It's 3-0 Tigers now Inside fastball taken for a strike 0-1 the count Not like Gio To have an inning like this Based off his last month or so An undefeated pitcher With 8 wins A low ERA A low whip The Tigers get to him here 1-1 the count now To the lefty Swung on back up the middle We got a guy there Line shot, line out, to Madrigal, on a shift, standing behind second base. The Tigers get three hits, two of them, absolute bombs. And the Sox trail after four, three nothing. Top of the fifth inning, it's the DP Three Tech fifth inning, here on Sox in the basement. Danny Mendix, 0 for 1, he'll lead off. The eight hitter in the lineup today, and a two-seamer outside. He checked it up, but could not hold off. 0-1 the count. He's hitting 333 in his last 10 games. The 0-1 pitch on the way. Dribbled over to second base. He is digging. That ball is dropped off the glove. That's going to be an error at second. They're going to rule it a base hit. But I don't know how a ground ball to second that comes out of the glove on the transfer is a base hit. Mads will take it. He's down the first. And an outside two-seamer to Mandragol. Makes it 1-0 the count. Yesterday, after a pretty disastrous inning that we were lucky to only give up two runs, the Tigers led. The Sox roared back immediately. Back those back and forth for a few innings, but the Sox continued to answer and then eventually just pulled away. Madrigals 2-0 with speed over at first base. Outside pitch misses, 3-0 the count. Roberts on deck. Fulmer, up to 61 pitches now. Runner on first, no outs here in the top of the fifth inning. And a 3-0 count to Nick Mandrigal. He looks in, the pitch. Hits the outside corner. Two-seam fastball, 3-1 the count. Sox have taken the first four games against Detroit this season. Sweeping them in Chicago and winning yesterday. 3-1 pitch on the way. Swung on and fouled back and now the count is full at 3-2. and Full count. Runner on first is Mendick. There goes Mendick now. That one swung on, set on to right field. Mendick continues moving. He will actually now stop and head back to second base. That ball fell perfectly in right field for them to prevent a first and third situation. Ball got in very quickly. Now Robert lifts this one deep out in left center field near the track. Mendick is going to tag up and advance to third and make it before the throw can get in. Mandrigal remains at first base. There's one gone as the runner moves over 90 feet. First and third now here with one out on the top of the fifth inning. And Yasmani Grandal comes to the plate. First pitch, Mandrigal's moving. That's a ball outside to throw down the second base. And he is out at second base. The Tigers have finally gotten a White Sox runner on the base paths. Sacks were an impressive 14-for-14 14 14 against Detroit catchers so far this season. He just got him on the leg. So maybe the Tigers finally found a guy who can throw somebody out, unfortunately. There's two outs here in the top of the 5th inning. And a runner on 3rd. Sacks trying to be aggressive. It has been a staple all season long. It's been a big reason for them having such a good offense. An outside slider misses 3-0 the count. Abreu stands on deck. Hitting 270, But all he's done so far today is a little number back to the pitcher and a double play. 3-0 pitch here coming to Grandal. Outside misses. He walks. So he's down the first base. Fomer's up to 69 pitches with two outs here in the top of the fifth. They're going to come out and have a talk with their pitcher. Sacks trailing in this game 3-0. Here in the top of the fifth inning. Mendick. Got on, nice hit by Madrigal. Robert flies out to deep left center field, moving Mendick over to third. Mads is thrown out trying to steal second. Grandal walks. Here's Abreu. First pitch fouled off down the first base line. 0-1 the count. Jose's hitting 3-0-2 with runners in scoring position this season. Inside pitch almost hits him. 1-1. One one, as Mancada waits on deck. They're tied up in Boston, Atlanta playing the Bosox, it's 1-1, that one is ripped right at first base into Cabrera's glove, the line out, Abreu having a tough day at the plate, three of them in the infield. New challenges bring new technology, DP3Tech has partnered with Microsoft to make things easier on you and your business. Imagine being able to get everybody together in a nice, easy, user experience friendly meeting room and being able to share whatever you want in the room with just one click. You can migrate from old legacy on-premises equipment right now to flexible, secure, work from home friendly cloud services. Bring your group together faster, better, easier. Find out what DP3Tech can do for you. Contact their cloud migrations team today. 312-896-2450 or email info at DP3Tech And we're in the bottom of the fifth inning. Jake Rogers comes to the plate. Let me tell you a little bit more about DP3Tech. Just heard about them. Think about all the innovation that comes out of crisis. All the things that we have now that we didn't have before. DP3Tech looked at what was going on in the world and said, people are going to be working from home or at the job, rotating. There's uncertainty as this is a base hit up the middle. On the first pitch from Gonzalez, the first runner's on here in the bottom of the fifth. He's up to 47 pitches. And people need to be flexible. Businesses need to be flexible. And now you get people on a screen with one button. Share files with a button. Show things with a button. Conferences. Get somebody on right away. You don't have to have a Skype account and a a Zoom account and a Google Sales account. Forget all that stuff. Have it all in one place. The whole business running off of one thing. You know, and, and migrate your system over. Be able to keep what you do intact. Let them work around you. And to me, that seems like a win-win proposition. If you miss the information, you can always skip back on the podcast player. As Nico Goodrum is in. 1-0 the count here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Gonzalez misses outside, 2-0. and I go back to what I talked about yesterday. White Sox starters. Are in a rough rut right now. It truly started Saturday against the Astros in a 26 run game between two teams. This one's flat out to right field, one gone. Dallas Keuchel then came out on Sunday in Houston and was just god awful. A day off on Monday, and yesterday, Dylan Cease puts in probably the worst start of his season now here's the usually dependable Gonzalez trailing 3-0 here in the bottom of the fifth. Fly ball out into right field. Coming over is Garcia. He's underneath it. Two gone. Runner holds at first. Only 51 pitches, though, for Gio. And the offense has to give him some support. He can give up 10 runs or one run. If we don't score anything, it's still a loss. Victor Reyes is up. He's 0-2. Got a runner on first base. Two gone. First pitch low and inside. Call the ball. Borderline call. 1-0 the count. Gonzalez sets. Checks the runner. The pitch on the way. High and inside. Call the strike. For Seymour. 1-1 and the count. Gio has slowed down the delivery just a little bit. Concentrating a little bit more. That's a fastball high. 2-1 and the count. The Yankees... Leading in Pittsburgh, three nothing. In quite the mismatch. Foul ball, chopped back. Two and two. The count is even. Reyes wavers the bat a little bit. Next pitch inside, fouled off into the camera well down the first base side. Count remains even at two. Gonzalez up to 56 pitches. Runner on first, has moderate speed. The changeup is fouled off down the first base line. Two outs here in the bottom of the fifth. Reyes has been a tough out all series. The next offering, lifted out into left field. Jimenez moves back a few steps, turns around underneath it, and the inning is over. So we're through five. The Sox need some runs. They trail 3-0 here in Detroit. So we start off the top of the sixth inning. Moncada, Jimenez, Encarnacion. White Sox trailing 3-0 here. They've had base runners in this game. Been unable to get anybody across. Every time they're looking for that big hit. Michael Fulmer shuts him down. He's got Mancada 0-2 already in this count. Yoan singled on the first pitch he saw. The next time up he struck out. He was 0-2 in that count as well. So Fulmer attacking one of the best hitters in the American League. And he gets him again. High outside pitch. He went for a 97-mile-an-hour four-seamer that may not have been in the zone there. And Mankata's down on three pitches, and Michael Fulmer is feeling it for the Tigers. Sox need to get to him. As he's in that inning where if you let him cruise a little bit, oh, and that one goes off of Jimenez's back. He is plunked, and he'll head down to first base. So, Aloy gets hit on the first pitch from Fulmer on the back at the ribs. Actually, hit the seven on his uniform. Edwin Encarnacion, he's 0 for 1, steps up with Jimenez on first. First pitch sent out into right center field, falling quickly, but Reyes is way too fast. He'll get in and make the play, there's two gone. So, two outs here in the sixth inning. And Asora Menez standing over there on first base. Larry Garcia's one for two with a double. Sox looking for that big hit that can get things going. Instead, he's going to pop this one up into shallow left field. It's going to be a can of corn. And the inning is over so quickly, I don't even remember it starting. Only 78 pitches now for Folmer, And we're midway through the sixth, trailing by three. Two efficient games by these pitchers. Gonzalez only has 58 pitches, but he gave up two home runs, and that accounted for the three total runs scored by Detroit. Hammer Mabin steps in, one for two. He got on with a single last time, and then Miggy Cabrera hit a bomb to make it 2-0. Later in the inning, another home run made it three-zip. That was Kron, 2-0 and the count. Inside pitch, broken bat down the first baseline. Abreu's going to get it on one hop and just run right at the base runner where his momentum was taking him. Puts the tag on. One gone here in the bottom of the sixth. Again, it hasn't been a terrible game at all by Gonzalez. He had a bad inning. Gave up three runs. He doesn't give up anything in this inning. He actually has a quality start. A category he leads the team in right now. Cabrera stands at the plate. One out in the bottom of the sixth inning. That was a rocket hit last time. A big bomb. We said before the game he has a lot of talent. I was surprised he didn't put anything out when he was in Chicago. We talked about that the whole series. At some point he's going to have a big hit. And the White Sox were able to keep him down. They really kind of kept him down yesterday. And finally today he gets a hold of one. This one down the third baseline foul. The count is already 1-2. and Geo's working quickly. Toes the rubber into the wind in the pitch A low changeup misses 2-2, two and two, the count is even Next pitch Sent out in the right center field That's a solid base hit Robert cuts it off before it can get In between him and Garcia A one-out single Here in the bottom of the sixth inning For Miggy Cabrera Jonathan Schoop's coming up though And I don't want to sound cocky But when you look at this guy He's got an on-base percentage Well under 300. He's only hitting 243. i I'm surprised he's in the four spot to be honest with you They have better hitters on this team He's 0 for 2 with 2 ground outs 2 for 6 on the series Takes a ball outside, 1-0 the count You want to try to induce the double play here and end this inning Inside pitch, lifted out in the left field Jimenez runs back to the track I'm never making fun of Jonathan Shoup again That ball's gone 404 feet out of here at 105.3 miles per hour Gio Gonzalez maybe his most efficient game in terms of the amount of pitches thrown but not in any way shape or means one of his better games he's now given up five runs through five and a third so another stinker by a White Sox starter The trend continues as CJ Crown comes to the plate. Takes a low two Seamer for strike one. The bullpen's up. Not something I expected in this start this early. Four Seamer at the knees taken for a strike, 0-2 the count. So this has not been the start that Gio wanted, just like yesterday's start by Cease was not what he wanted. Just like the start before that by Keuchel was not what he wanted, and the start before that by Jay Alito was not what he wanted. There's a strikeout, though, for Gonzalez, his fourth. White Sox starters have gone in the tank for the last four starts. Renaldo Lopez tomorrow will try to fix that. For now, we're trailing by five, and this game is far from over. The changeup low is fouled off, 0-1 the count. Stewart. At the plate is 0-for-2 with a strikeout and a lineout, hitting 324. Gonzalez facing the lefty, into the line with two outs. That one sent out to right field, Garcia underneath it, can of corn. The inning's over, but Detroit adds on two more. They have three home runs in this game, two of them of the two-run variety and it's accounted for all five as they lead 5-0 here in Detroit the Sox come up yet again. White Sox offense being held down today. A great game by Michael Fomer so far. 78 pitches to this point. Danny Mendick rips one down the third baseline. Foul. That one came in at 97 miles an hour, so he's still bringing it. And the Sox are having difficulty with him today. Change up away. Misses one and one they've had base runners but they just can't take advantage An outside slider misses two and one the count now I know the instinct is to say well Detroit stinks we should win every game But we didn't win every game against Kansas City so far and they're also very bad You're not going to win all the games you should have won and you're not going to lose all the games you should have lost Ground ball over to third base, scooped up over the first. 5-3 put out. There's one going here at the top of the seventh. But even that said, this offense is very, very good. But they've run into a pitcher that's on today. And I think that's what's frustrating about it. You know you can hang with Detroit. Yesterday he scored 12 runs as Mandrigal takes a fastball down the middle for a strike. Now a low Curveball misses, one and one the count. But today you're just not doing it. Next pitch, check swing on a slider inside, one and two. Fulmer, 85 pitches so far. He had nine pitches in the second inning, nine pitches in the third, seven pitches last inning. That's why he's in here. Socks have done him a lot of favors at the plate. One and two, inside pitch, misses two and two the count. Robert stands on deck. He's O for today. He'd been red hot in Houston. Has cooled off here in Detroit. Swing and a miss on a curveball low. Manderville chase. Two gone quickly here in the top of the seventh. Fourth strikeout for Fomer. Here comes Robert to the plate. Two outs in the top of the 7th. 0 for 3. Flew out his last time up in the 5th inning. He's 1 for 8 on the series. He was a monster in Houston. But the ups and downs, trials and tribulations of Luis Robert at the plate continue. Inside pitch low misses. 1-1 the count. Pitch number 90 from Fulmer on the way. High and outside a 4-seamer. 2-1. Now, a low inside two seamer misses three and one the count with Grandal on deck. Yasmani, the one guy that really isn't cold today, came in hitting in the high 290s, currently hitting 301. The 3 1 pitch to Lewis Robert outside ball four. He's down the first base. Now, we know he has speed, we know he likes to run. We also know Grandal's got a big bat. One run is going to make a big difference here. You want to get off the snide, but he's probably going to be selective about when he's going to go if he tries to steal and get in the scoring position. Getting a run here in the seventh would be big because at least you cut the lead to four. You still have two innings left. They're going to look longingly over at first base. A long look by Fulmer, then an inside pitch taken for a ball, 1-0 the count. Next offering down the middle, he just missed that one. Fouled it off. One and one. Two outs, top of the seventh inning, the next pitch. Outside, lifted, deep in the left center field. That is gonna go near the track and drop in there. Robert rounding third, he's heading home. There's gonna be no throw there. Grandal is out, trying to get to second base. Did Robert score in time? No, he did not. The ruling is Grandal is out at second before Robert crosses the plate. Yasmani Grandal thrown out trying to take second base, thinking that the relay's gonna come home. Goodrum cuts it off coming in, throws over to second, and they get Grandal on the head first slide, and it's before Robert can touch home. The replay shows it, a disappointing end to that play. The whole time it looks like that's going to be a double with a run scored. It turns out he's out at second base and the run doesn't get in. Still 6-0 here. In the bottom of the seventh inning, Gio Gonzalez came back out and he's 1-2 to Jake Rogers, the seven hitter. Inside pitch fouled back. Count remains 1-2. A low inside changeup. He does not get the call. 2-2. Evan Marshall... One of the two guys I see out there, Guerrero, also standing out there. Both look warm. Inside pitch misses, three and two the count. So after coming out and getting ahead in the count, it's now full. Goodrum, with the smart play, it's short on the relay, ending that inning. Stands on deck. Four-seamer pop back, count remains full. That's the 80th pitch only for Gonzalez today. Trailing 5-0. Sent over to second base. go on the run will scoop it. Over to first. One gone. And the White Sox are going to come out now and get Gonzalez. His day is over. He goes six and a third. But Ricky Rancheria wants to bring in another arm. Gio gives up five runs over six and a third innings. A disappointing day for him and a disappointing day for the White Sox so far couple of squandered opportunities and near misses trying to score a run. Tehran Guerrero comes in. He's got an appearance one inning where he gave up a run and struck out two. Came up just recently when Kelvin Herrera was sent down. Herrera, rumored to be on the trading block, as the White Sox seemed done with him. We've seen two pitchers sent down to the minor league so far out of the bullpen. Cordero and then Herrera. You see Michael Kopech come up. And now Guerrero. Tehran actually did very well down in AAA. They had him in the closing role. He throws the ball well over 100 miles an hour. He's a burner. He's got good room. 1-0 on the count. Slider down the middle. 87 miles an hour. 1-1. He had good stuff. But they were hitting the ball when it came off the bat, very hard in his one inning in Houston. They were hitting everybody hard. Brent Turia wants to get another look at him. A four-seamer high misses 2-1 and one the count. He's a big, tall, lanky guy imposing on the mound. Outside pitch hits the corner at 102 miles per hour. A four-seamer, 2-2 two and two the count. He was added to the 40-man roster. Ian Hamilton had to be taken off of the 40-man. He was claimed by the Brewers. So he's out of the organization. That would have been strike three, but the umpire misses the call. A pitch high in the zone, but clearly in it. The count is full, 3-2 and to Goodrum. One gone here in the bottom of the seventh. The next offering. Down the middle, high fastball, lifted out, right field, gone. And it's going to be a short stay, I think, for Guerrero. He has faced five batters in the major leagues. He's given up two home runs. 107.7 miles per hour that one gets out. Tigers lead 6-0. Here comes Candelario. Takes a four-seamer and fouls it off. 0-1 in the count. Sox having trouble in the bullpen. They're having a hard time finding that 13th guy. And it's not like number 11 and 12 are very good. The bullpen was very solid early on. Colome has blown a lot of saves in the last month. Lost his job Aaron Bummer started giving up home runs out of nowhere Kelvin Herrera Completely imploded upon his career Not been very good Has only had one or two bright spots all year Carson Fulmer looked halfway decent But now is starting to regress a little bit Evan Marshall have been very solid When everybody else is rolling, you're rolling too An 0-2 pitch Misses outside, 1-2 and two the count In the end, the only really dependable guys in that bullpen would be Kopech, Ciszek, and then I guess Bummer and Fry. You know, Bummer's given up the home runs. Overall, he's been very good. But his rough patch gets maybe blown out of proportion when you look at everybody else's. But I would say right now, Ricky Renteria's got four guys he can go to with any semblance of confidence. Inside pitch, misses two and two the count. And the rest of them, it's a roll of the dice right now. So in games when they're close, when the White Sox feel like they have a chance, you're seeing the best guys come out there and throw everything they have to get the win. But whereas earlier on in the season we were able to come back in games, because the other guys could hold you in there. That's not happening now. Check swing, they're gonna say he didn't go around. Count is full at three and two. He's a pitch to one more guy after this one. Down the middle, two-seamer fouled off. Count remains full. And a four-seamers foul back. Count remains full again. 14 pitches so far for Guerrero. He hasn't gotten an out yet. Gave up a solo home run, and he's 3-2 here. The Candelario. Gets him on the outside corner with a four-seamer looking. Strikes him out. There's two gone. Here's Victor Reyes. 0-3 for 3 with a flyout in the fifth inning. Hitting 327, He stands in in the left-handed batter's box. And the fireballer. Delivers a Grandal, an outside four-seamer at 101 miles per hour. Look, the ball's coming in quick, but the control is not there. And when he puts it in the zone, sometimes he puts it right down the middle and it's hit out or deep. You know, against the Astros, you go, okay, fine. Everybody was hitting. Everybody was hitting the pitchers in that game. That was that Saturday game with 26 runs given up. Or no, actually, he, he came in in the Sunday game, gave up his home run. But the Astros were killing us all weekend long. We were lucky to get one there. That was a rough series. But now he's got Detroit here, and I'm seeing the same thing. Not consistent in the zone. Gave up a big home run on a straight pitch right down the middle. You can't throw that here in the bigs. So the success down in Triple-A may be because he was in AAA. But somebody's got to stand out to get promoted. Inside two seamer misses. He walks him. So he's seen three batters, gave up a home run, got a strikeout, and now gives up the walk. Cameron Mabin's coming up, and they're not going to give him another guy. Kid, I don't know if you're ready for the majors. You might have been a mistake. Ugh. Evan Marshall's coming in now. 24 appearances, 4-1 record, 28 and two-thirds innings with a 2.51 ERA, 21 strikeouts, only four walks for Marshall. He's had a few bumps in the road, but Renteria needs him to start coming back around again. He's probably playing at a higher level than you would expect him to do earlier on in the year. But you're hoping that's improvement, not just a flash in the pan as that's an inside pitch Call the ball 1-0 with a runner on first base. Next offering, foul back a changeup. Count is one and one. Marshall now delivers a changeup low, two and one. The count. So the Sox have three against the Indians. Coming up after this series, one more tomorrow against Detroit. The game is not over, but there's really only six outs left to give, and you're down by six runs. You're not even out of the seventh yet. Tomorrow will be Reynaldo Lopez taking the mound. He had the one quality start in the last five starts by Chicago White Sox pitchers. Hopefully he can do it again. That's a swing and a miss. Marshall sends him down. But Nico Goodrum gets a home run. And now we trail by six after seven. Top of the eighth inning. Jose Abreu will lead it off. He's 0 for 3 with a line out in the fifth inning. Average down to 269, 12 homers and 50 RBI. Fomer remains in the game with 95 pitches. And why not? He's got a shutout right now. They've got the bullpen going, but they're going to let this young man go out there and pitch until somebody gets to him. Low inside fastball misses, 1-1 one and one the count. Roni Garcia and Anthony Castro, both righties, warm in the bullpen. Next pitch popped up, it was high and outside, he chased it. Goodrum underneath it near second base. The shortstop puts it away, there's one gone here in the top of the eighth. Juan Mancadas one for three, at a single in the first inning. He's slugging 5.59 on the season. He's having a heck of a year. But everybody having trouble with Fulmer today. This one lifted deep, way back in the right field. That ball is way out of here. Towards the back half of the stands, near the concourse, 424 feet. Mancada puts it out. His 13th home run of the season out of here at 110.4 miles per hour. The hardest hit ball of the day. The Sox trail 6-1 after Yo-Yo finally breaks up the shutout with a solo blast from the left-handed batter's box. And Fulmer's gonna come out of the game now. Gardenheyer comes out to call on a relief pitcher. He had a really good game. He goes seven and a third innings, and only gives up one run. That towering shot, he's gonna get applause from the home crowd, he tips the cap. He got the best of the White Sox today. a home run or not. Garcia Garcia's gonna come in. He's 0-2, over 18 and two thirds innings. A 10.61 ERA. 18 strikeouts and nine walks. Opponents are hitting 372 against him. 367 for righties, 386 for lefties. Yeah. Yeah, not not very good. Aloya Menez is up. This game isn't over. An inside fastball taken for a strike, 0-1. He was hit by a pitch in the sixth inning. He's 0 for 2 in this game. Standing up there hitting 271, stuck on 14 home runs. We can always get an inning going here against Garcia. A low curveball misses, 1-1 one and one the count. Yankees extending their lead now over the Pirates, 6-0 in Pittsburgh. The Mets trying to come back against the Cubs, trailing now by three after trailing by nine. That's a base hit in the center field. Jimenez is on. So we got a runner on first, in Aloy. With one out here in the top of the eighth, back-to-back hits for the Sox. And here comes Edwin Encarnacion. He's 0-2 on the game. He can very quickly cut this lead in half with one swing of the bat. The one good news, the one good item of news for the White Sox in this game is that once you get to this bullpen, for all the troubles we're having, they're far worse. High outside fastball misses 2-0. The game is never over when you can get to the Detroit Tiger bullpen. Jimenez with a solid lead over at first base, 2-0 to Encarnacion. Outside pitch fouled off, a four-seamer down the first base line, 2-1. and Garcia checks the sign, the pitch. Outside misses, 3-1 to Edwin. Leary Garcia stands on deck. One would suspect that as you're trying to come back, if Edwin gets on, there'll be a pinch runner. That ball is sent down. The third baseline foul. Count is full at 3-2. and two. The Sox DH with a full count and a runner on first with one out. Outside pitch swung on and missed. He went after a slider that was probably ball four. Two gone here in the top of the eighth inning. Here's Leuri. Two outs, top of the eighth. Sox down by five with a runner on first. The pitch on the way. Outside, misses on a four-seamer. Want to know the count. On deck is Danny Mendick. Leary doubled in the second inning. Early on in this game, it looked like the Sox could get the foamer, And then he just started to close the door, and then he slammed it shut. Meanwhile, Detroit just beat up on White Sox pitching today. Four home runs. Accounting for six runs. This one flared down the third baseline. Fair ball, it's going to fall in. Runners at 1st and 2nd, the ball fell in just behind 3rd base, Jimenez did not attempt 3rd for fear of being thrown out, Danny Mendick comes up, now with 2 outs in the top of the 8th and 2 runners on, he's single in the 5th, 2 for 7 in this series, he grounds it over to 1st base, unassisted 3 put out as Cabrera steps on the bag. White Sox collect some hits, get a home run, but still trail by five, six, one, as we go to the bottom of the eighth inning. Evan Marshall's gonna remain in the game against Miggy Cabrera, He's two for three with a single, a home run, two RBI. Marshall got the last out of the seventh inning. Throws a curveball outside for ball one here in the bottom of the eighth, wanna know the count. Early on in the season, what the Sox did is just win series. It was a four-game series; they split. It was a two-game series; they would split. It was a three-game series; they would take it. Sometimes they took three out of four. Very rarely did they lose a series. They have lost two in a row. Inside changeup misses three and zero the count now. And unless something changes drastically here, they will need to win tomorrow to avoid three series in a row. Coming up is, is losses. Ball outside misses. He walked him. Runner goes down to first base. Here comes Shoup. He has a home run in this game. Two-run job. Last time up. Outside pitch catches the corner. A four-seamer. 0-1 the count. Atlanta now taking the lead over Boston late in that game. 3-2. to Curveball Lifted out in the left center field. Coming over is Robert and Jimenez. Robert calls him off. He'll make the catch. There's one gone here in the bomb of the eighth inning. C.J. Crong comes up. He's got a home run. Like I said, there were a lot of them today. One gone here in the bottom of the eighth inning. The three-hitter has a home run in this game. The four-hitter has a home run in this game. The five-hitter has a home run in this game. Ground ball over to Mankata. Over to second. Mandrigal to first. Five to four to three—a double play—and the inning is over. Detroit has six runs on seven hits. The White Sox only one run on nine. We have stranded a bunch of runners when you include those that were walked as well. And we head to the top of the ninth inning with Nick Mandrigal, the nine-hitter leading off, one for three. It'll be Mads, Robert, Brondal. First pitch low and away for a ball. Want to know the count? Garcia remains in the game. He was shaky last inning. Slider outside misses 2-0. Sox looking to mount that five-run comeback in the ninth inning on the road. You know, they happen all the time. Inside pitch fouled off, 2-1. Although if you would have told me that the Indians would have been able to do something similar to us about a week ago, I would have told you you were nuts. Ground ball down the first baseline into the tarp. It's a foul ball. Count is even at two. Inside pitch. Ripped down the third baseline. Curving foul. To the other side of the chalk. Could have been extra bases for Mads. Two and two. The count remains. Garcia into the wind in the pitch. Misses inside on a four-seamer. Madrigal takes a very close pitch. Count is full at three and two. Roberts stands on deck taking his hacks. Now Madrigal swings and misses at a slider away in the zone. And that's the second strikeout for Garcia. The first out here in the top of the ninth inning. Tomorrow, Sox in the basement brings you game three of this series. As the White Sox will try to take the series two out of three. Unless, of course, a miracle occurs. The Sox came into this 4-0 against the Tigers. Every dog has its day. Michael Fulmer had a day today. Luis Robert takes a low changeup for a ball, 1-0 and the count. Next offering a high four-seamer taken for a ball, 2-0. 2-0 the count, one out here in the top of the ninth, nobody on. Inside pitch flared down the first baseline into the screen, 2-1. The netting has gotten to work out today. Now an inside pitch swung on and missed, 92 mile an hour four-seam fastball. Two and two, that was down at the knees and inside. Count is even to Robert, who's 0 for three. Now he's 0 for four as he swings and misses and goes down on a four-seam fastball in the zone. It was high and away, but it was in the strike zone. He can't get to it. Two gone quickly. Gasmani Monty is the final hope. And then we need a lot more. Grandal went six for six yesterday. Had himself a day. Today he's two for two. They have not been able to get Yasmani all series long. Takes a pitch on the outside corner. 0-1 the count. Average up to 304. He has jumped nearly 30 points in these two days against the Tigers. That one's down the first baseline. Almost was a fair ball. Just foul. 0-2 the count. He's down to his last strike. With two outs here in the top of the ninth inning, the pitch on the way. Outside corner called strike three. Grandal shakes his head and says something to the umpire, but look, we're down by five. It was close enough. The Tigers finally beat the White Sox. The Sox lose this one. We have not been able to put together any streaks since our nine-game winning streak. In fact, since that time, the Sox are three and five. Fulmer gets the win, seven and a third innings pitch, seven hits, four walks. I mean, look at the guys we left stranded on base today. Nine total hits for this team. He only had four strikeouts. He gives up one earned run. Gio Gonzalez takes his first loss of the season, only six and a third innings. He gives up six hits, no walks, five earned runs, four strikeouts in the game. Miguel Cabrera is the player of the game, two for three with a home run and two RBI. Yoan Moncada went two for four for the White Sox with a home run, a solo shot. Garcia went two for four with a double. Grandal went two for three, two walks. He had a strikeout at the end. He would have had a double, but he got thrown out at second base. That prevented a run from scoring. Danny Mendix one for four in this game, and that's pretty much the highlights. Look, you get nine hits. You put on another four or five guys with a walk and a hit-by-pitch. And you don't get anything except a solo home run. Fulmer spreads it around. The offense lets down Gonzalez. And he answers back and says, I'm going to let you down as well, giving up three home runs for a total of five runs in this game. And the White Sox drop the second one in this series. Game three is tomorrow. The recap at SoxOn35th.com. My name is Chris Lanuti. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks to our sponsor, Cork and Carry at the Park, now open at 33rd in Princeton. Thanks to Family Waterproofing Solutions and DP3 Tech, and thanks to you for listening to the podcast. For fans, by fans, every day since opening day, bringing you a simulated White Sox season until these babies can get it together, and maybe Rob Manfred can get hit in the head and get some sense. My name is Chris. You're you. We're out of here. Socks in the Basement, found everywhere podcast can be found, and always at SocksInTheBasement.com. Bye-bye, everybody. Socks in the Basement. Socks in the Basement. Socks in the Basement. Socks in the Basement, in the basement. heard everywhere a podcast can be found, and always on SocksInTheBasement.com.